Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome, friends, to the Money and Meaning Show. My name is Jeff Bernier. I'm your host and guide today. You know, this show is all about helping you create clarity and confidence to live a great life as you uniquely define it. While our firm is all about helping you create capacity, financial, and time margin, this show combines high-quality wealth management topics with a deeper discussion around finding meaning and purpose in your life. In my day job, I'm the founder and president of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm in Alpharetta, Georgia, a suburb in the greater Atlanta area. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it is the wellspring of life. Proverbs 4.23 Several years ago, I read an excerpt from the original novel of The Wizard of Oz by Frank Baum. Did you know that the Tin Man was once a real man who was in love with a beautiful maiden, but the Wicked Witch hated his love? So she put a spell on this guy, and he would keep hurting himself, so he'd keep hurting himself when he chopped wood. A tenor kept repairing his body. Then the final accident cut right in, uh, through him and cut him in two, and he lost his heart. The tenor repaired him once again, but since he had lost his heart, he lost his love for the maiden. At first, he didn't seem to mind. Since he was made of tin, he was really nice and shiny. He was uh, really efficient. He could get a lot done. He was reduced to efficiency and performance. I think today many people have lost their heart. They're just going through the motions. They've lost their passion for their work and struggle with that elusive work-life balance. So today, I am so pleased to be joined by my friend, Mark Danzi, to discuss how people might go about finding their heart. So Mark has been providing pastoral counseling for over 25 years. Through his firm, Wise Path Coaching, Mark is eager to help people looking to make positive changes in their life through career coaching, executive coaching, and relationship coaching. So welcome, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the, the Money and Meaning Show today. This is a, a great privilege to have you. We've known each other for a really long time, and uh, you have helped me and my family in many, many ways through the years. So uh, as I've learned more about your coaching process, I was eager to get you on this show to talk about things that we think of, of interest to my audience, which is all about how to create um, you know, clarity and confidence on what matters most, and of course, in our show, we combine you know wealth management with a search for meaning and purpose, and how do you how do you strike that balance? But what mm -hmm. I always like to do when I have a, a new guest on is to get them to tell us just a little bit about yourself and your family, and how you found yourself doing this type of coaching work. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> I'm a father of four. Uh, I have four adult children and one grandson that turned two uh, here recently, oh, cool. and he is. You can see the smile on my face even yeah. through the recording here, can't you? <laughs> uh, so I'm a family man. I've, um, so I'm on a second marriage. Uh, I was married for uh, 13 years the first time. I had three children. Right. Uh, found myself uh, divorced and as a single dad 
of three small children. And then I met and married uh, Tammy, who's the yeah. love of my life. We've yeah. been married for now 18 years, and she had a son. So yeah. I became, so I've been a dad. Yeah, I know, I know Tammy, and, and you, yeah. you out kicked your cover. I did, you know yeah. That. I mean, yeah. I, I, every day. <laughs> so I've been a dad, I've been a single dad, and I've been a stepdad. Right. And so I think from the fathering perspective, I've played, and now I'm a granddad. <laughs> So I've been everything but a crawdad, as I like to say. <laughs> so I think from a fathering perspective, I've, I've run the gamut um, on all things that you can imagine there. But um, uh, having been married um, uh, now to Tammy for 18 years, and really, uh, she's taught me a lot. Honestly, she's a very intelligent woman. Um, it seems like that life is... Con- I'm in a constant learning mode anyway, and I love to share what I'm learning about life with other people. And so as a pastor for a long time, um, I found myself getting invited into people's highest moments in life, you know, the graduations, the weddings, and also the lowest moments, Um, you know, the job loss or the grief. Right. And so I just, I've been able to experience all levels of life with, with people beyond just my own life. And I don't know, it just, Jeff, it started um, creating this, uh, coaching passion for coaching people through life through process through right. changes because change is inevitable right yeah transitions oh my gosh yeah. yeah and so um i found people asking me for advice all the time on things that were not related to spiritual things right but uh, real life yeah struggles or opportunities or right career changes yeah. uh midlife crisis so to speak whatever right. that means for, right. for people right. um you know family scenarios I think I've heard it said that, you know, you're only as happy as your kid in the worst situation. Right. right. <laughs> and if you've got, well, I've got four, so the odds are pretty good that one of them's not doing great yeah. and you hurt with them. Yeah. Uh, and so I just found that uh, the more I helped people figure out their next step in life, whatever it was, man, the satisfaction for me, uh, I love doing that and I love seeing the change for them. And so um, I became the executive director of Narrowgate, which okay. is a global discipling ministry, right? Uh, working with leaders uh, in all capacities around the world, right? Um, like you said, kind of you have a day job and another yeah. job, yeah. Uh, and then I about I don't know several years ago I uh, started Wise Path, which is an executive and life coaching firm, and uh, went through all the trainings and certifications sure. for that. Read yeah. a million books, yeah. And uh, so I kind of split myself between those two worlds. Gotcha. But all of it is around helping someone discern where they're at and where they really want to be. And then we build a path to get there. Cool. And it is front lines. It is the most exciting thing I've ever done in my life. I can't imagine doing anything different. Uh, I feel like I'm helping people, like you said, create meaning. Right. Uh, in what might seem like a meaningless existence. Yeah. You know, I, I, I talked earlier on this show about how the idea from this show came through my experience in 2013 when I went through sort of a halftime epiphany, I guess, yeah. if you will, about what I'm supposed to be doing with the rest of my life. And in some ways, you're moving into more intentional coaching as a service Mm-hmm. to the community is part of your second half. It sounds like mm-hmm. and, and something that you're, you're really growing with. You, you're just answered this question. I was going to ask you what you're passionate about. I mean, what gets you <laughs> up every day? And I think I heard some hints of that. So what, yeah. what, what drives Mark Danzi? What gets you juiced to get going every day in terms of 
um, your calling. Yeah. Uh, new possibilities, uh, helping uh, for myself, of course, but also helping people find what are the new possibilities in life. You know, when somebody uh, is, is struggling or challenged or perplexed with what to do next or where yeah. to go next or right. how to solve this issue or this right. problem, uh, one of my favorite short, powerful questions is two words, what's possible? And when you begin to think not of where I'm at, what I'm dealing with, but what's, po- what's a possible way out of this? What's a possible solution? Uh, it, you see the eyes light up. Right. You know, so, so new possibilities, I think, um, actually get me up in the morning. I've got clients all day, every day that I'm working with that are all experiencing a, very, a myriad of different challenges in their life. But that one question seems to really light people up. I would ask um, any of your li- any of the listeners right now, um, if there's anything in your mind that's, you know, just creating a little bit of anxiety for you is to ask yourself the question, what's possible? Yeah. And in answering that with somebody that cares about you, who is really uh, zoned into what you're dealing with, you will find, you will find your solutions. Yeah. You will find your solutions eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, great coaching is really about asking great questions, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the key. Right. Uh, sh- I think powerful questions. It's, right. And it's an art. It's right. a craft that you form in coaching right. because um, what people don't need are your answers. Right. Uh, the answers are already within them. Right. It's a matter of pulling them out. Very cool. Well, and, and people have m- way, way more capabilities oftentimes than they give themselves credit for. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people struggle with finding meaning in their careers or even in retirement. I mean, I I see a a number of people retire and then um, leave um, the need to work for income. And then they just fill up their day with things that they think are going to give them joy. Mm -hmm. And what they find is retirement might feel like more work than work did in some respect because they still aren't finding that thing. Mm-hmm. So why do you think people struggle with meaning in either their careers or even in enjoying the journey after their careers today? Mm-hmm. What do you think some of the, what are the issues that? Well, some of the issues that I see that are uh, pretty typical is that they have no declared values. They don't really know what are the four or five things that are the most important to me that I make a list and I look at every day and I say, I'm going to live into these values. I'm going to honor these values. And oftentimes when somebody feels stuck, it's one of a couple things. Number one, they're not honoring their own values or somebody else is trampling on their values. But if you don't know what they are, how are you going to live into them? How are you going to create a plan to live into them? So I think the first thing I like to uh, really discover what are your declared values. And there's a process you could go sure. through to define, yeah. to define all that. Um, another is um, undefined gold. You know, if the goal of retirement is to collect seashells, as John Piper said, he called it in a book he wrote called Don't Waste Your Life. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a heavy title. Yeah, it yeah. really is. And the premise in there is, is that, you know, if at the end of life, you, you know, things summarize up for you and you, you, you transition on and you got, you got some bag of seashells to show for the last 25 years yeah, <laughs> or your golf score. Yeah. Uh, you know, people find that, um, meaningless. Right. And so, uh, I think no defined goals for their life. And that's what coaching really provide or helps provide is to say, you know, if I'm going to accomplish these three to five things in my retirement, 
so to speak. What are they going to be? Yeah. How am I going to know if I get there? And it's in the pursuit of that goal, I think, that brings that brings meaning. And then probably the final thing is that there's no accountability. Right. So when somebody comes to me and they're like a ship without a rudder, uh, they don't know their values. They have zero goals yeah. that are defined. Right. Uh, if happiness is your goal, good luck. Right. You know, um, but then uh, they don't have anybody walking with them, holding them accountable to reach right. those goals. Right. Now in the business world, you had that. Right. And then when you're not in the business world anymore, you lose it. Right. And yeah. so, you know, that's the thing. And then, you know, when people come to me, I, what some of the things I see is they're dealing with a divorce or children or their career challenges or health challenges. And, um, they've spent all these years being defined by what they did for a living. Yeah. The job title. Yeah. And then realize that you're no longer defined by your job. Right. You're, you're defined by what you do with the second half of life. It's right. The significance. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I just found that most of us can't develop this stuff on our own, in our own head. Right. You got to have somebody Some to help. Some intentionality around. Yeah. You. Somebody to help notice it, yeah. draw it out, you know, set timelines and benchmarks and, right. and all that kind of stuff. Right. That's, that's why I think people get excited about not working anymore, retirement. And then they realize, you know, golf five days a week actually gets boring. Right. There's too right. hard on my body. <laughs> right. Um, and there's only so much I can do. I had a guy tell yeah, me you the had other the same day, conversations with the same four guys every day for 20 years or not. Well, yeah. I, I had a guy tell me the other day, um, he's in his seventies. This, this is a direct quote. And he said, Mark, there is no lonely like retired lonely. Oh, wow. His wife is gone and his grandchildren are too old to really need him. Yeah. They're, you know, yeah. And he literally told me that in a coaching session. Yeah. uh, That there's no lonely, like retired lonely. And I think that's some of the negative side people don't see of it. Right. All they see is all this free time. Yeah. For what? Right. You know, because the only thing you can do with time is, is uh, spend it. Right. That's it. Yeah. And so if you have goals, if you have your values are defined, if you have accountability, you're going to move into a life of purpose, of meaning yeah. versus just, um, you know, kind of waking up every day. And yeah, but it's, but it's joyful. It's not, yeah. uh, it's not work. Yeah. You know, if you, if you go to these places, you know, I think it's called life. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I think a lot of us get, uh, you know, if we don't have, if we're not clear on our values and our goals and our, and our purpose, uh, you know, we, we, we adopt those of people that have influenced us for good or ill. So they might even be ours. We may be, we may be following values that aren't really what matters most to us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, you know what we, so there's two ways to look at values and Jim Collins does a great job of this yeah. in good to great. Yeah. Uh, there's aspirational values and there's core value. Yeah. So core values are those things. that's kind of what's always been true for me. Like yeah. one of my values is adventure. I, I've been that way since I was three years old. Yeah, it's always true. You know, yeah. And, and it's always, it'll always be true. I need adventure in my life. Yeah. Well, an aspirational value would be something, boy, I'd really like to be like that person one day, or I hope things work out for me that way one day. That's, that's aspirational, but it's not what, who you are at your core. Right. So I, I think core values actually serve us better yeah. than me taking on somebody else, like taking on your values and yeah. trying to live those out. That's not me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Bob Proctor said, um, you know, if I'm going to be free, I got to be me. Right. And so some of this processing of the second half of life is figuring out who am I, who am I created to be? Yeah. 
And then what am I created to do? Yeah. A lot of people get that backwards. They start do, do, do. Yeah. yeah. And it's about it, you're a human being. Right. And that's, but that takes, you know, process and work to do that. And so it's what gets me up in the morning. Yeah. Very cool. So, so why does it matter? I mean, let, let's say that you're, you know, in your uh, second half and you are playing golf all the time and you're enjoying the, the worldly um, fruits of your previous labor and you never, you never really go here. What, what are the, what are the dangers of that? What are they missing? I mean, what, what, what is a potential negative byproduct if you never get clarity on your purpose? Well, um, I, life on default. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like setting out on a, uh, to take a trip, but you don't know where you're going. Yeah. You know, you, nobody does that. Right. You don't go to the airport to eat in the food court. Right. right. You, you go to the airport because you're going somewhere else. Right. Well, that's, that's the way it works. And so it's a matter of setting uh, this direction, these priorities. And the, now there is the joy in the journey of that, of course. Right. It's not all about the arrival. Right. But life on default uh, is, a, is, is a life uh, where you miss out on a lot of opportunities that you will eventually call your life. Yeah. I, my favorite quote. You, you, I'm gonna, we're going to end the golf analogies now, but with this one. <laughs> is, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not holding my breath for that. It's a, it's a quote by Ben Hogan. And if you know anything about golf, you know. Of course. About him. Yeah. But he said, um, as, you, as you stroll down the fairway of life, stop and smell the roses, or you only get to play one round. Yeah. That's good. And so I think when you think about life as a round, or it's, you get a shot at it. Yeah. Let's not, not a dress rehearsal. No, <laughs> let's make the most of this thing. And so don't live life on default. That's, that's one of the things that, that, um, that we miss. Yeah. And so, you know, um, as humans, we're designed to process externally. We're not designed to go sit on a log and come all the, all this up in our Contemplate. head. Yeah, yeah. You know, the old statue of the thinking, man, right, right. Right. Yeah. That's not accurate. I mean, to just sit and think and do is not the way it works. We're created to process externally. And so when you meet with someone like you, um, you know, for financial advice, meaning and purpose in life and all that stuff, for somebody like me, what's happening is, is you're actually externally processing and then beginning to create your next steps forward here with a destination in mind. And a destination is a, a, a life with no regrets, yeah. a fulfilled meaningful, purposeful life. Yeah. Good stuff. So let's get practical for a moment. So, mm -hmm. you, you know, how would you work with a late career executive who, you know, is just breaking rocks, you know, they're just doing their time until retirement. They're marking the days. There's no more joy in their work, but they're not ready, you know, either financially or emotionally mm -hmm. to hang up the title, mm -hmm. uh, but they're not enjoying their work. They're just doing the work because it provides the, you know, the paycheck mm -hmm. and they're just marking days until they can retire. So how would you work with someone like that to help, to help them uncover uh, either you know, maybe it's a career change or maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, the same context they're in now, but doing it differently or for a different mm -hmm. purpose. How would you go about that? Do you think? Well, the, the concept of breaking rocks sounds so morbid. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might get go to the salt mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing Shawshank Redemption here, um, yeah. breaking rocks, you know? Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, well, the first thing I would do is, um, really help 
them determine what do they want to get from the coaching? Where do they want to be? What do they want to really happen? Because um, I want to hear from them, you know, what are their goals, aspirations, dreams, those types of things. So I would uh, set up a series of meetings, um, uh, I think uh, six months at minimum, six months to a year is a good starting process to meet with, you know, every other week or something, once, twice a month to just really help them start defining things like what's the vision that you have before you? Uh, How do we get clarity on that vision? Uh, What drives you? Because everybody's driven by something, right? What are your passions? And now, um, and I would say start as soon as possible because you don't want to wait to, you don't want to be so-called breaking rocks until you get to retirement and then try to figure this stuff out. Start, right now figuring out uh what you want that to look like and then how could you take the last years you have in the workforce and and really make an impact uh how could it be more meaningful than it is right now in the work that you're doing yes yeah so So if you're gonna if you're gonna trade your time for a paycheck you might as well spend your time doing something that creates value for others and joy for you and here's what I hear from people, exactly. Um, people who get kind of in their careers, we use the word stuck, but it's really they just, they're at their capacity. Uh, their opportunity now, uh, the capacity has exceeded their opportunity. And so I help them try to find new opportunities in their current capacities. For instance, I have oh, an attorney. I love that. Say that again. You love to find new opportunities. In their current capacity. Okay. Right. So for instance, let me give you a case study. Um, I have an attorney that I work with. Um, in the Midwest and he he's really good at what he does, but he can do it blindfolded and he's got a few more years to retirement and he's just kind of showing up and going through the motions. Well, we, de- he developed, this was his work. He developed a mentoring program for young attorneys and he's working with a local university that has a law school. And what he's doing is he's providing this lunch and learn once a month. And these young attorneys are coming to it. They're just sharing life, and all, but he's sharing a best practice or a principle. Yeah. Man, you ought to see him Jazz talk about this now. Yeah. It's unbelievable because the stuff he could do blindfolded, these younger people don't know it. And now they look to him like a god. I mean, he's like, <laughs> you know, becoming this rock star status yeah. in his community there. And he is as looking forward to those months as they are, that once a month luncheon. Yeah. He's talking about now expanding it, doing something. So, yeah, he's got another three years until yeah. he hits his number. But he's not busting rocks anymore. Yeah. He's changing lives. Yeah. And, and he's multiplying. Oh my gosh. Oh, unbelievably. And, and what is he doing? He's creating a mentoring program, so to speak, yeah. that he can do even in his retirement. Yeah. So retirement, you know, once he has that fourth day of golf every week, <laughs> and, and now we know this for a fact that what's going to happen is, is people from his local law community are going to be reaching out to him as this sage, right? as this you know, guru. Now he's already thinking about his book. <laughs> and, and all this came through coaching of trying to figure out what do I want to I do when I retire? Well, this was possibility. You, it's th- absolutely th- this is a This is a solution that he may have never thought of without a question around what are the possibilities. To, to, to think right. creatively about, you know, I, I had a couple of thoughts when you were talking. One was, you know, at halftime, you know, they talk about starting a new S-curve, you know, where you start mm-hmm. a, new, a new one. You continually reinvent mm-hmm. the next thing. Um, so, uh, that's a great, uh, that's perfect, um, illustration of what's possible if you take the time to be intentional about what's next. Sure. Uh, and now he can even, even monetize that. Even in his existing context. So he didn't leave law to do this. He was in his existing context. Yeah. Why, yeah. you know, 
it would have not made sense for him to leave law to no. do this because this is what it's he's gifts. excellent at. He's got gifts. Yeah. And is that what you find too? I think, I think a lot of people, there's two things. I think a lot of people have a difficult time thinking about a shift late in life because they think of sunk cost mm-hmm. and the sunk cost is when you have a investment, you got a bunch of money in it and I can't get out of it. So I might as well just stay with it, even though I hate it, you know? <laughs> and so you, you've got a law degree or you've got, mm-hmm. you know, you've had all this training and it's not giving me any joy or meaning anymore, but I've got all this sunk cost. I can't leave it. And then secondly is they just, again, they don't, they don't think creatively about what can be possible next. So that's, mm-hmm. that's really a good illustration with this. Yeah, it comes back to that, that two-word question you can ask yourself about even every single day, you know, what's possible today? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's possible in this meeting? What's possible in this relationship, this situation? Uh, and it keeps you looking forward. It keeps you looking up. Yeah. Uh, and, and we find that, you know, when you're depressed or you get, you know, or, or, or you're discouraged, the body tends to slump, right? Versus looking up. Well, this right. is what vision on the horizon, clarity uh, provides. Um, finding your passion, your purpose. See, so some people, they get the thing backwards. It's like, well, what's my purpose? Or what am I supposed to do? Well, that's the last question you need to be asking yourself. <laughs> what drives me? What's my unique ability? Right. What am I, what do I, your what core. would I do if I wasn't paid to do what's it? your core, yeah. Exactly. All yeah. those things start answering that bigger, more theoretical question of what's my, my purpose. And I believe, my, it's my personal belief, is that everybody is created for a reason. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And how tragic to get to the end of life and still not know that when it's completely possible for you to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is great stuff, Mark, as we, as we, this terrific uh, information. I think as we begin to wrap up, I think you gave mm-hmm. it to us in a, a very short version, but mm-hmm. uh, so walk me through what an engagement mic looked like. I think you, again, you touched on it briefly. So mm-hmm. if someone came to you either for relationship coaching or executive coaching or career coaching, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's multidimensional because you, I, I'm assuming you're holistic. You're looking at everything yeah. to the extent that they uh, provide you the opportunity to do that. So how does, how does the normal coaching process work? If someone reached out to you. Yeah, that, that's a good question. The, the common denominator in all of it is you. And so whether it's your career, your relationship, your marriage, your friends, uh, your recreation, your finances, your spiritual, your personal growth, the very center of all that is, is you, whoever you, you are listening right now. And so what we try to do is um, basically have 12 to 18 sessions. These last about an hour. Okay. Most of my clients, because around the world, we do on Zoom. Right. It's just better. I've heard heard of Zoom. (laughs) I heard the other day we're turning our children into Zoombies. Uh, (laughs) But um, I have some clients that want to meet in person. They'll fly me in or they fly into Atlanta or they're in the Atlanta area. Um, But pretty much 12 to 18 sessions will change your life. And I'm not saying that because of me. I'm saying this is what my clients tell me. Yeah, excavation. It's the way it worked for me, and it's the way it works for them. So basically 12 to 18 uh, one-hour sessions that that we meet, and we start defining all these things, the values, you know, your goals, setting the path forward, and then accountability of how to get there. Uh, And then as a part of that, though, between the sessions, and the sessions can be once a week or once every other week, uh, maybe – once to twice a month, if you really are don't have much bandwidth, but let's right. but something you know, yeah. 
And then the frequency or the pace of that then could extend for three months, six months, 12 months at right. their pace. Right. But between that though, I give assignments and it's in those, I say the, the magic happens between the sessions, go do this do assignment, yeah. you know, discover that, write this, whatever, right. meet with this person. Um, and then come back and let's report on it for the first part of the session. And then we'll continue to grow. So, um, the, the client sets the pace. So it's very personalized, essentially. It's one on one. Yeah. And, um, the client sets the pace, but then also the client uh, sets where we focus. And it could be on the career, could be on the relationships. Um, we'll touch on all of it, but the client that makes that determination. And so that's basic. Now, some of my clients sign up for another year. Right. Uh, some of them say, hey, and after 12 sessions, I got what I needed. Right. Uh, I've got uh, folks, I've got a director of the FBI that I've been coaching, um, NFL agents, uh, CEOs, retired CEOs, yeah. attorneys. Uh, stay-at-home moms. I had an artist in Tel Aviv that uh, I worked with who was trying to figure out how to go from stay-at-home mom back to uh, back to the, the world of art. Fascinating client. Um, very different wow. than a playwright in Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> or an attorney in Dallas. And so it's but but the all of these things apply no matter what you do. Yeah. For a living. Yeah. What, what's cool about this too, is you are a natural at this. I, I again, I, I know you and I know that you are, and, and I can tell by your passion that you are, but, um, by being interested in them, right. Mm -hmm. You are, you are building so much capability. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you, you probably are going to have to write a book or do more to expand some of these messages, because again, you are building so much capability in these kinds of experiences as you're hearing and helping other people mm. that, uh, Kylie, you're, you're, you're gonna, you, you know, you've, you've got a lot an opportunity to make a huge influence. Well, well I appreciate uh, so that. I, I can see some really cool things going. Um, well, finally, uh, you know, how can people find you? Let, let's make sure people know how to get well, the you. Mark Danzi and wise path, uh, wise coach.com. Okay. It's as simple as that. You can schedule right there with me. Um, I, to your point, I learn as I learn a lot too, just from right. my clients. And what, having a front row seat to life change is an amazing seat. You know, to watch people at one place and then actually grow. And, and the reason the way I got here was I was coached here. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's authentic because <laughs> you've been through a process. I'm just, just like passing on what I learned. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, wisepathcoach.com is the best place. You could schedule right there. And um, uh, I look forward to anybody that is looking uh, to, to bring a little more meaning to their life or clarity or purpose. That, that's what we get up every day and do. Very cool. Well, thank you, Mark. This has been absolutely terrific. And thank you all again for joining us for the Money and Meaning Show. I, I sure hope you found this was time well spent. I know I, know I did. Um, please check us out uh, on the website, uh, tandemgrowth.com forward site uh, forward slash resources there you can check out my blog as well as past episodes you can also subscribe on itunes at the money and meaning show uh, check it out if you like us please give us a review and let us know what you think uh, as always thanks again for uh, being um, a, a guest mark and thank you all for joining us for the money and meaning show have a great rest of the day thank you for listening to the money and meaning show with jeff bernier a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or comments on the show, 
feel free to reach out to us at moneyandmeaning@tandemgrowth.com, or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com. Jeff Bernier is the President and Chief Investment Officer at Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This show is a production of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC. All information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as specific financial, legal, or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Listeners should not rely on the content of this podcast as the basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing anything discussed in this show. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not make any representations or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, such as guests on the podcast, and takes no responsibility for the same.